0: This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the new Full Focus Kids and Full Focus Students Planners. Learn how you can equip your kids for a successful future at fullfocusplanner.com.
1: Happy Monday, everyone. This is Verbs welcoming you to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. With your hosts, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton.
2: Hey Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad
1: I hear I
0: hear applause, just it's kind of a gut oh. reaction, you know. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear my name mm-hmm. announced, you know, I kinda hear that to just rev me up, get me excited. You know, that's yeah. what goes on in my mental sphere.
2: Well, you may need it because full transparency, you just had a lot of technical issues <laughs> getting set up, and I was not you know, sure about your mental state going into this episode. Listen, Courtney,
0: <laughs> the listener would be none the wiser. They know I'm a pro's pro, mm-hmm,
2: just mm-hmm. because I'm
0: wearing a shirt that has flowers on it that you guys yeah. like.
2: <laughs> Verbs, let's talk about Blake's shirt for a second. Please. Yeah. I Are you... I mean, usually verbs is our style icon here on the show. So are you, what's going on? You know, is this a new look?
0: Well, I've been studying um, mostly from verbs, you know, trying to pick up what I can. I am admittedly a novice, but I did find a wonderful French boutique. I believe it's a local place, Target, Uh, (laughs) I think is how you pronounce it very good um and i found this little ditty uh for 9.99 and it was on 20% sale and that fit right within my budget yes
1: blake right now he has a one year old at home right mhm so this is him in official dad fashion mode right now mhm we're That's right. actually claiming any type of uh, uh bot- botanical prints that sort of thing the dads are taking it over and just like blake here he's rocking it well so dad's right ro- let's go
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I know you are all probably here for something else other than our style advice. Although, I, I mean, we're not doing too shabby there.
0: Jury's out. We can't. We can't say for sure. But <laughs> just in case you came here for something other than my shopping habits at Target, um, for the remainder of the crowd, we have something special for you today. What are we talking about?
1: I have a question for you. Now, when it comes to just procrastinating. All right. When do you find yourself procrastinating the most? And why do you think that is?
0: Besides at the top of podcast episodes mm-hmm, about productivity.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Besides that, <laughs> besides that, for me, it's usually when there is a big, hairy task that I've got to, like a project that's like, I know is going to take a lot of my energy or my thought or is going to involve problems that I don't know I can solve. That's normally when I'm like, uh, maybe I'll check my email some more.
2: Yeah, um, it's interesting too, though. I feel like the more that you are aware of it, you can kind of catch yourself. Like, um, just the other day, I found myself, you know, color coding like an Excel spreadsheet. It was like the prettiest spreadsheet you've ever seen. It had like those gray and white alternating rows. And I realized that like the formatting. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Blake, you're coming with your florals and I'm coming with my gray and white line. Oh, it was gorgeous.
0: It was was light gray, dark gray, (laughs) medium gray. It had it all.
2: Yeah, it really did. Listen, when it comes to spreadsheets, there's only so much you can do. And this spreadsheet was a really pretty spreadsheet, but I was like fixing the formatting. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, if you find yourself like organizing in Google Drive, which is probably the other place that I get lost in from time to time, like what is happening? This is all not organized correctly. Um, I know it's a big red flag. Like I've got to at least... Call my assistant and be like, hey, can you just take care of this formatting? Because I am losing myself in this spreadsheet. Um, but it usually means I'm putting something
1: off. So I think a lot of our listeners may be scratching their heads just a little bit because there is a quote that uh, I believe was made famous by Mark Twain, who speaks to basically that standard advice that we often hear about diving into the biggest, the biggest, the scariest, the ugliest things right away. And Mark Twain said that. That if you eat a live frog, the first thing in the morning, you can go through the rest of the day knowing that the worst is behind you. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I mean, I do, I kind of get that a little bit like that. I can see how that would make sense to a lot of people. And I am kind of like, I like to get things done, but I think there's a big difference in like allowing yourself to warm up, you know, and taking on some easier things um versus like the trap of procrastination when we're playing in spreadsheets
0: i i mean i think yes you want to tackle those big important tasks of course right there's a reason we preach have a big three Mm -hmm. you know what why would you set a big three if you're not going to tackle those things of course you need to do that but uh, maybe you need a little bit of nourishment, maybe some eggs and toast uh, could uh, <laughs> <laughs> nourish you a little bit to, to gear up for a frog, potentially. Because, you know, I think the proof is in, you know, maybe you've heard that advice, but you end up procrastinating. And then like Courtney said, it's actually worse than if you just planned on being intentional about warming yourself up. Because when you procrastinate, then there's no filter on what piddly task you're getting distracted in, whereas what we would say is recognize that you need time to warm up. Your brain actually needs uh, like a computer. You know, it needs to clear the cache. It needs to cancel out what's running in the background, the things that you're thinking about from the day before or stuff you have on your calendar later in the day. You need some preparation time for the deep, scary frog eating work you've got to do.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, in in addition to that, like not only does your brain need the like, okay, let's gear up. Let's, let's, we're about to do this, but you also need to kind of prepare your physical space that you're going to do your deep work in. I mean, I, if I just walked outside and sat on my swing on my front porch and tried to do The really deep work that I needed to spend time in, you know, that would be a really bad idea because within 15 minutes, I probably would be really hot. You know, you have got to set yourself up well to be able to do the deep work that you need to do. And that could be, you know, just making sure your desk is clean, you know, that you've got a place to concentrate, you know, that like you said, Blake, that you are well fed and well hydrated and that you've got the tools you need. Uh, actually I'll call myself out uh, on this one, you know, just a minute ago, I was like, uh, Hey guys, I only have 11% on my computer. You know, like I didn't have the tools I needed to do the deep work of this podcast, but you, you kind of got to get all the stuff ready that you need to do the really important work that you need to tackle.
1: So we've got five steps uh, to warming up for your big task or your project, so let's get to it, guys. Step one is do yourself care. Do yourself care, Blake. I know you're big on self care and then having a um, a morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's yeah. I've got my my massage therapist right now rubbing my <laughs> shoulders just to keep me fresh uh, for this episode here. You know, self care. I think sometimes we we do think about that. Uh, we have to do an hour and a half of yoga or go to a spa or something. But really all self-care means is tending to your personal needs before you try to climb the mountain of professional accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So that's going to look different for everyone. It can look like what you eat, doing some exercise, or just some reflection and some rest. Some days are are different. I know for me, it usually starts by taking a walk. It's nice outside in the summertime in the morning. I, I just put on my shoes, and I just take a walk, don't have anything on. I just let my mind sort of wander and my body literally warm up for the day, get some vitamin D going. The payoff for doing self-care is energy. You'll have more energy to do the big important tasks that you've got ahead of you.
1: All right. Step number two, dump your brain. Dump your brain. Courtney, Help us out. Help us out and
2: understand this. Yeah. So your brain carries a lot of stress, you know, just like your body does. And obviously doing the first part of doing your self-care is going to help with your body and your brain. But, you know, your brain is holding a lot of details in your head. These kind of, you know, Blake mentioned earlier, these like almost like a computer, like you've got systems running in your brain. It could be. You know, like what are we going to eat for dinner um, or just random task errands, things that you're trying to, you know, just keep track of. You know, it's a mental strain on your brain to keep all those things running. And I I don't know if you've ever heard of this tool called the Full Focus Planner, uh, but, you know, you Ooh, might want to
0: try
2: – you might want to try using a system like that to capture those things. You know, for those of you that do use the full focus planner and are laughing at me, you know, jot those things down that, that the things that you're trying to hold in your head, like, oh, I need to call the dentist next week. You know, take that out of your brain, put it in your planner and allow your brain to have the full focus that it needs. Oh, don't you like I'm just like full focus, pun intended. Mm, full you know. focus. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I got it.
1: <laughs> No, that's actually one uh, part of the weekly preview that I really appreciate is mm-hmm. that the the grid that shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which is blank space, just so I know, hey, this is coming up this week. Let me get it out of my brain now, jot it down, and then float it into my days as they come up in the planner. So, highlight what you're saying there. All right. Step number three is check your communications. Check your communications. And what do we mean by that, Blake?
0: Well, people need to communicate with you. You probably got emails while you were sleeping, right? And maybe some of you are distracted often during your day by incoming messages, be it text, Slack, emails. So what you want to do here is just do a sweep of those inboxes. If it's email, whatever channels your colleagues communicate to you through, check those communications and Process them. And when I say process them, I don't mean you have to respond in full to every single message. For some of you, that's just not going to be possible. But to sort of build off of what Courtney said a moment ago, you may just check those communications and go, oh, that's a task I've got to do. Let me put that in my planner or let me set the reminder for such and such time tomorrow. You know, you want to do a sweep of that. And the reason here is you want to avoid interruptions. When you start going on a big, project or task, it can take a little while to get in the zone. And then once you're in the zone, it's almost like doing a deep dive or you're doing scuba diving, you know, not the scuba diving like I talk about where you're unpacking all the riches of your emotional heart. Uh, But the, you know, a scuba dive of deep work and you're kind of going down, it takes a while to get down to the surface of the ocean floor and an email or a text or an interruption is almost like someone tugging at it. And then all of a sudden you got to rise back up out of the ocean there. So when you check your communications ahead of time, you'll have reduced interruptions throughout the day.
2: Now I can just hear people listening right now that are like, I don't know what you're talking about because I have 4,000 emails in my inbox. And so just a little tip for you, all of you, you know who you are. You can just uh, file email bankruptcy so that <laughs> so that you can actually proceed with this step and just start fresh. What better way to get into some deep work but file email bankruptcy?
0: Well, no, I was just imagining Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy.
2: I declare bankruptcy.
0: <laughs> I think that's. How, I think it's the same with email. <laughs>
1: Courtney, you kind of threw yourself under the bus uh, a little bit earlier, referring to a few of the technical difficulties we had before recording today. Step number four is arrange your tools. Would you like to elaborate?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the perfect person uh, to do this one today because I did not have my charger. Um, But yeah, so you are going to need some tools, some information. And some resources to be successful with your task. I mean, nothing is a bigger pet peeve of mine than when I'm like, yes, I've got this time blocked out to get a really big task done, to get some really good deep work. And then I realize that I don't have the spreadsheet that I need. You know, having those tools ready um, and waiting so that you can actually be successful um, is huge. Um, in addition, you know, there are other tools that might get in your way, like your phone, like social media, um, that are actually going to derail you. I mean, we've talked about it before. Your phone is literally designed to distract you, that's how it's built. And so, if you know you've got to get some deep work in, be cognizant of arranging your tools so that you can be successful and get the payoff of that um, distraction free work time.
1: That brings us to step number five, which is chunk your big tasks into small bites. Chunk your big task into small bites.
2: Guys, every time I hear that word, I think of the Goonies. (laughs) Was it his name? Chunk? Chunk. Chunk. (laughs) Chunk. Was it, right? He was on the Goonies. Oh, yes. Yeah. Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick
0: and throwing up all over each other. I never felt so bad in my entire life. The recurring yeah. theme in
1: our, in our podcast is 80s movies.
0: Big tasks are intimidating. There's no doubt about it, right? I think the reason they're so intimidating is because usually to hit a goal that's a smarter goal. You know, we talk about goals that are risky, goals that are going to stretch you and excite you those goals are exciting because it's beyond what we've ever done before. So to do what you've never done before, you've gotta do what you've never done before, right? Like to go that far is gonna take some work that's outside of what's normal for you. And there's some unknown there. And I think that is one of the biggest reasons that we feel intimidated or we ultimately procrastinate. So this step is important because you wanna take some time Maybe it's when you're developing your weekly big three, when you do a weekly preview to consider hey, how can I take this big project or this big task uh, into smaller pieces, into smaller sizes that feel doable to me, right? And when you do that, it brings clarity to these unknown, big, scary things. And that clarity creates confidence. So break it down into smaller steps. And you'll have more confidence getting started.
1: Any examples you can give either Courtney or Blake?
0: Yeah, Courtney, give us an example.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I, (laughs) um, yeah, I think there are, I'm trying to think of all the examples because honestly, this is how I approach almost every project. You know, I think about a really huge promotion that actually we are in the middle of releasing our full focus pocket line. Um, And even when I started thinking about that, if I just thought of all the things that needed to happen between now or when at the beginning and then when it would launch, it is overwhelming. But if I think, okay, actually the first step is just for me to sit down with a piece of paper and brainstorm some ideas, I can do that. You know, I actually, I can do that all day long. And so all of a sudden, I'm not focused on all the hard things um that have to happen but if i just think about the steps the tiny steps that needed to happen along the way all of a sudden you know it seems totally doable and i think that scales over and over and over again
1: if you have trouble buckling down on a major task the secret is to start with the easy work not the hardest task when you follow these five steps that we talked about today Number one, do your self-care. Number two, dump your brain. Number three, check your communications. Number four, arrange your tools. And number five, our favorite word, chunk (laughs) your task into small bites. Blake or Courtney, any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode for today?
0: Yeah, I think the savvy listener of our podcast will recognize these steps and go, oh yeah, that's why I've got to do my morning ritual and my workday startup ritual, right? Those rituals are designed to warm you up. Your morning routine should include some kind of self-care. Your workday startup should include considering how to chunk down your big tasks and checking your communications, right? Warming you up for your workday. I think a great ritual, a sign of a great ritual is that you stop procrastinating, is that you step into those big three tasks that you set for yourself. You step into your day with energy and with anticipation and with commitment for tackling the deep work, the big tasks that you've got to get done to hit your goals.
2: I think that's such a good word and really wise. And I hope it kind of reframes uh, what we've talked about into a really practical tool that probably many of you are experienced at using. And if you haven't, you know, this is some of the benefit of doing, you know, a morning ritual or workday startup because it is going to give you all of these things.
1: Well, thank you for joining us. You, the listener on Focus on This this is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and remember to use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay, stay focused.
0: Not only does it warm you up nicely, but it actually will boost your energy so that you feel uh, it will boost your energy. So you're able to tackle the big... St- <laughs> what time is it? It's time to just record one episode in three episodes time. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> let me take it. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the new Full Focus Kids and Full Focus Students Planners. Learn how you can equip your kids for a successful future at fullfocusplanner.com.